Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Amazon announced it reached a long-term business agreement with Future Retail, India's second-largest retail chain, to become the chain's authorized online sales channel with a focus on groceries, fashion, and beauty products. Future retail stores will also list items on Amazon's two-hour delivery Prime Now platform, which operates in Delhi, Mumbai, Bengaluru, Hyderabad, and retail stores will augment infrastructure to better pack and pick up online orders. Future Retail operates more than 1,500 stores across a variety of brands in India. Facebook confirmed a Washington Post report that it's banning manipulated videos or deepfakes on the platform in an effort to fight misinformation. The ban would affect videos edited or synthesized by AI or machine learning that users could not easily spot, and includes videos making a subject say words they never did. Videos manipulated for parody or satire would not be banned, and the ban would not affect mislabeling footage, splicing dialogue, taking quotes out of context, or slowing down video speed. Sprint announced it will begin shutting down Virgin Mobile USA starting February 2nd. Existing customers will be transitioned to Boost Mobile. Customers can keep their existing phone number, pricing, and devices, and both NVMOs run on Sprint's network. A final shutdown date was not announced by Sprint, and Virgin Mobile customers can transfer service to Boost before February 2nd. Twitter's Director of Product Management, Suzanne G announced Twitter is preparing a setting for conversation participants on the Compose screen. It will have four options, Global, Group, Panel, and Statement. Global will let anyone reply. Group will limit replies to people you follow or mention. Panel is just people mentioned in the tweet, and Statement would be a tweet with no replies allowed. Twitter will launch experiments with the setting in Q1, with the idea of launching it globally by the end of 2020. Xi also said a threaded conversation view that's been testing in the public prototype beta app will come to the main Twitter app in the coming months. Facebook and Instagram will now offer users an option to see fewer political and social issue ads. The feature will come to U.S. users of Facebook and Instagram this summer. Coming in Q1, a new feature in the ad library will let users see how many people a political advertiser was attempting to reach. Now in CES news, AMD announced the Ryzen 4000 laptop chip series, a 7 nanometer design built on its Zen 2 architecture. These will come in two lines, a 15-watt U-series for ultra-portables and a 45-watt H-series for higher performance. At the top of the U-series is the Ryzen 7 4800U with 8 cores, 16 threads, a 1.8 GHz base clock, and a turbo frequency up to 4.2 GHz. AMD claims it will offer 90% better multi-threaded and 28% better graphics performance than Intel's top 10 nanometer ice-like chips. AMD also announced the Threadripper 3990X CPU with 64 cores and 128 threads, 288 megabytes of total cache, a stock clock of 2.9 GHz, and a turbo clock up to 4.3 GHz. The 3990X will be available February 7th for a very appropriate $3,990. Lenovo announced its foldable ThinkPad X1. It's a 13.1-inch tablet that folds into a 27.8mm thick black slab. When opened, the bezels are 7.8mm thick. The whole thing weighs less than 2.2 pounds. The display is a 2848x1536P OLED LG display with a 4x3 aspect ratio. In the 90-degree laptop mode, you can use an on-screen keyboard or pair it with Lenovo's Bluetooth keyboard that magnetically attaches to the bottom of the screen. It has Intel Core processors with UHD graphics, up to 8GB of RAM, 1TB of PCIe SSD storage, 11 hours of battery life, and Cat20 LTE. 
There's also two USB-C ports, one Gen 1 and one Gen 2, although no audio jack on board. The ThinkPad X1 Fold with Windows 10 arrives in mid-2020, starting at $2,499. Sony announced the Sony Vision S concept car, an electric sedan with 33 different sensors, a dashboard-wide display, seatback screens, and 360-degree audio. Sony partnered with BlackBerry and Bosch on the car and designed the EV platform engineered by automotive supplier Magna. Additionally, Sony's image sensor division announced it will invest in LiDAR and time-of-flight camera development. Sony will use the car to evaluate its auto-related tech starting in April. A spokesman told Reuters that Sony has no plans, though, to produce its own cars. Dell showed off its Concept UFO, a Windows handheld gaming console with a switch-like form factor, an 8-inch display, and support for PC gaming. It can play games in handheld or docked modes. Ars Technica tried out Mortal Kombat 11 on it, and estimated was running around 720p. And finally at CES, Quibi announced more details about its upcoming mobile short video service. A feature called Turnstyle will let viewers watch content in portrait or landscape mode while keeping significant content still in frame, so you'll never see black bars no matter how you hold the device. In some shows, in fact, flipping orientation will offer different content. An example showed a thriller called Wireless that shows the main character's phone screen when flipped to portrait. Quibi will have 35 movies told in multiple 7-10 to minute chapters, as well as 25 daily essential news and weather type shows. Quibi launches April 6th for $4.99 a month or $7.99 a month without ads. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.